Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, A Firestar is Born. Final of the origin stories here, Brian. Yeah, the the well, I guess according to Disney Plus, the last episode of the second season of, of our season amazing two, right? Yeah, yeah, went right. So fast, it just very flew brief by. season two. Yeah, 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 and of course the the upcoming uh, third and final. I mean, there's only a, a grand total of 24 episodes in this thing. This is number 16. Um, yeah. you know, so we're, uh, we're, we're coming into the home stretch, but, um, I'm, I'm jumping ahead in my notes here, but just to kind of, uh, push our, our way into it, they follow, they, they found a formula for these origin stories, yeah, right? Like exactly. all three of them kind of follow a formula. They executed them, uh, and they, they most, they, they all worked. I, I went back cause I couldn't remember what I had given the Iceman episode, uh, before we sat down here. And 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 it's true that I kind of I I laid into it a little bit because the video man stuff in that one yeah. really bothered me, and I that was remember yep that was the most I I, th- I would say that that was the most troublesome aspect of the I'll, I'll call it the origin trilogy here. Um, okay. This is another one where we get Juggernaut as the villain. Yep, and like Shocker last week, he is just he's. He's there to kind of smash and dash, you know, right. and yep. uh, you don't we don't get a lot from him. We don't need a lot from him, uh, but he serves his purpose and then he goes. And that's right. uh, uh, and that's just to to facilitate this uh, reunion with the X-Men. Right. And then he shows up just just after the X-Men <laughs> leaves Spider-Man's side. Right. Right. Like <laughs> missed it by oh. that much. <laughs> they were right here a second ago juggernaut (laughs) and and not to give anything away but pretty much once the x-men are involved again then it's game over for juggernaut yeah yeah he was he was hot to trot to uh go bash that x-mansion and um you know i i put in my notes you know that if you were trying to explain him it's like oh he's like the hulk but he's a guy and he's bad, and he smashes and destroys. Okay, yeah, all right. I, like, like for a newcomer to this, like, yeah. Okay, I get. Yeah, I understand Juggernaut. Okay, but like that wasn't going to work at the mansion with the X Men, right. right? That's that's a little bit too rough and tumble, and, and mm-hmm. not much mm-hmm. intellect involved. In my yeah. mind, I always kind of equated Juggernaut with the Masters of the Universe character of Man at Arms. It was a Man oh, at a, a Man no, of Arms, no, no, or the not, one where not like Man at Arms. He was. He. I think he was. He was called something else. No, Man at Arms was the was the was the other one. The, yeah, the 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 like sidekick. This this one, the, the little spring loaded guy. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You'd, you'd push him down, and then he would go oh, yeah, straight up. And he like had a... like this squared off like head. Yeah, yeah. just like uh, Juggernaut. Yeah, um, Ram Man. Ram. <laughs> was that really it? Ram Man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're probably were overthinking it. Ram Man. Most of the here uh, characters in He Man's universe just kind of said what they are. Yeah, Cringer, Battle Cat, mm-hmm, He mm-hmm. Man. And say it again. What was it? Ram Man. <laughs> okay. Ram yeah. Man. He's a man and he rams. And he rams. He's a Ram Man. But but do you agree that that uh the, I'll that tell our you, Juggernaut looks like Ram Man? The the first time I saw Juggernaut, I'm I think it was post He Man for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I looked and I was like, what's Ram Man doing in this? <laughs> This is must be like a a universe like a crossover episode. Something, right? 
Yeah. Like the Laugh Olympics. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but um, I, I didn't know and I don't want to get too far ahead. But when Juggernaut introduces himself, he quickly gives his backstory to Spider-Man. So we get two origins for the price of one in this episode, <laughs> right. Jason. Right. You yeah. buy one, you get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he says that he is Charles Xavier's stepbrother. Now, yeah. I'm going to defer to my friend Jason, who knows a lot more about X-Men mm-hmm. than I do. Mm-hmm. Is that true? In oh, the yeah. Comic books? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. OK. Yep. Yep. I did That's... not know. Okay. Yeah, so everything that is about Juggernaut in this episode is is like comic canon. Okay, um, basically okay. the the any right down to how he gets his powers from some gem or ruby or whatever. Yeah, the the right. story of how he acquires that and how it happens is a little bit more complicated in the comic, of course, because they. I mean, what did they spend on it? Ten seconds, right? Here, yeah. you know, and, and I that made me kind of wonder. I I don't know if. I don't know if it would have been better to go further into that or just say less about it. But yeah, I don't know how you right. could have said much less without it just being, well, who is, the, you know, then it would have been more like Video Man. Like, well, what is, what's his problem? What is he, right. what is he doing there? Then we'd um, be sitting here going, why does he want to destroy the X-Men? Right. You know, but right. instead we get this and now we kind of understand mm-hmm. why he wants mm-hmm. to, 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 you know, sort of give the revenge to the, to the X-Men. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I barely remember too. Wasn't the Juggernaut character in one of the X Men movies? Yeah, I think he was in the Last Stand. Maybe. Yeah, I think he was in that one. And and you'll have to. Everyone will have to forgive me because that movie was such a dumpster fire. I right? saw it in the theater, and that was the Same. only time. Um, yeah, yeah, me that, too. it was not a good, not a good movie at all. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he though. was in there. He had a catchphrase that I think he used in the movie, like it's oh, clobbering right. time or something like that. Okay, that's the thing from Fantastic Four. <laughs> okay, but uh, it's uh... smashing time. No. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> Is that what I'm thinking of? <laughs> who are you gonna call? That's what it was. That's, it was who are you gonna who call? Are you gonna call? Jugger- Juggernaut. <laughs> I just remember there were people in the audience on opening night when I saw X Men: The Last Stand, and that uh-huh. was the only time they had any reaction. Okay, is when Juggernaut okay. came on screen, and I thought he dropped a you know had a mic drop moment of saying his catchphrase. But gotcha, gotcha. Again, I don't know this what was his probably catchphrase is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and this was close to twenty years ago. So I again, I could be way right, off. right. Yeah, that's the other that's the other bit of it. No, I but I was um, the other thing that I thought of with relation to Juggernaut in this episode mm-hmm. is that you know the, like i said the this backstory stuff and and uh thinking through how well that works you know to, could you have done something a little different there as far as you know explaining who he is or why he's out to get the x-men i think they mm-hmm. did as well with that as they could and right. if you would have if you would have picked a different x villain i i don't think it would have worked like i i you know there's just there's too much there's too much baggage between Xavier and Magneto, and, and, uh, right. to like to use him again, uh, and and you know he's already been in the Amazing Friends, so we've we've seen him right. before. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would feel like a disservice if you just had him as a throw-in guy here. And the other one that I thought of that was around at this time would be like Apocalypse, but he's also like such a big uh, X Men bad who right. has his has a I mean a literal millennia long <laughs> uh, right, backstory story of his own right um, and were the sentinels in the x-men comics a thing yet or is that yeah is... yeah they were they were okay but that they showed up in the be... 70s but that but that was um you know maybe maybe a maybe sentinels but 
I don't know. I guess it's a little like, too dark too. For yeah. Joe. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a one-off quick, you know, smash right. and dash villain of the week. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, Juggernaut was pretty much the best one. I think they could have chosen. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll allow it uh, as, uh, okay. as an uh, internet judge might say. Um, <laughs> and, and now the, the X-Men who in the amazing friends world are Iceman and Firestar they leave Spider-Man behind to go to this reunion. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I, I, I took a little issue with this because I thought X-Men were kind of built on, you know, inclusivity for those that feel left out. Sure. Right. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. A place where the outcast can go, where, where nobody wants you, but everybody knows your name, you know, that kind of a thing. Okay. You now you're in. thinking of cheers. Okay. Which is also all around the same time. Yeah. Right. You walk into, you walk into the, you know, the Charles Xavier's home and they go Wolverine or whatever your name <laughs> right, is like right, Norm. Right. Um, but they they kind of came across at least our amazing friends X Men kind of came across at least where they're like no Spider Man mm-hmm. this reunion is for X Men only and mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. well pin a rose on your nose <laughs> like <laughs> it was yeah it was a little uh, I I thought it was a little funny that they that they a were, little exclusive yeah for they were X-Men. really they were really quick to th- to brush him off and not even yeah. to the not even like. Well, you're really not going to know any of the other mutants there. You know, we're going to have a lot right. of inside, you know, jokes we're throwing <laughs> we'll back and forth. We'll be talking X-Men stuff. It's going to, yeah. Right, you know, they right. were just like, nah, not right. for you. Not for right. you. I um, would have loved to have seen a side story where Spider-Man started his own club. Like, <laughs> I don't need you guys. I'm starting a Bitten by a Spider club. <laughs> Walked through Radioactivity Club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Affected by Radioactivity <laughs> Friends. Radioactive aware, <laughs> oh, but uh, but because they leave him, he's he's alone with Juggernaut, who we've talked about, and mm-hmm. and then we get uh, Angelica on her way to the the X Mansion, as it were, um, and then I forget, Jason, how did we leap from there to her origin story? Oh, this was the uh, clunkiest transition, <laughs> uh, I think, of all the origin stories. You know, that's the, maybe why I forgot. <laughs> Iceman, Iceman had a good reason. His his powers stopped working, and they were like, "Well, let's figure that out, and we'll put you in this memory machine." And with Spider Man, it was like, "Oh, he's reminded of of what happened with Uncle Ben." Uncle and Ben, it's, it's a, could be happening that May. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's re- with with Firestar. They're <laughs> they're eating hors d'oeuvres and drinking punch in the X Mansion with that <laughs> with that Aussie firebrand Wolverine. Yeah, we, we need to talk about the voice. Care. Yeah, it was it was maybe uh, Steve Irwin or, or Paul Hogan. <laughs> I don't know. Who. I'm Wolverine. <laughs> but Storm Storm just saunters up and she's like, so t- you know, I've been wondering things about your backstory. How did you become involved with the X-Men? And when did you so, get when did you learn about your powers? So organic. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Just felt so real, and you know. Fi- and Firestar is like, "Well, let me lead you on an eighteen-minute journey." Right, exactly. Yeah, with commercial breaks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> doodle-doo, doodle-doo, doodle-doo. Yeah. Okay, that's why I don't remember it mm-hmm. because it, it mm-hmm. was so incredibly clunky. Yeah. And this was—I made a note of it um, in my notes that this isn't until seven and a half minutes into the episode, and it felt like certainly mm. the Spider-Man episode was earlier where we saw his origin, yeah. and it felt like yeah. Iceman might have even been a little bit sooner it than was. the seven and a half minute mark. Okay. It was, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, that said, the fight with with Spider-Man and Juggernaut was fun before sure this was. happened. It was, you know, that, uh, that was entertaining stuff, but you're right. Uh, they they kind of give uh, 
they they push Firestar's story kind of back uh, a number of minutes. Yeah, here. yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. But but it felt like it got a good attention to it, and it was treated well once we got started. And you could really tell that this was written by a woman, and and I'm glad that it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I think one of the things we're talking about here the the bullying that angelica endures in her youth right because it her, mm-hmm. like she she starts her story by saying i i'm paraphrasing but it's something like well everything you know that happened to me with relation to my powers uh comes back to this girl named bonnie 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 the bully the bonnie situation that <laughs> right. she had right. was just untenable like i i brian i'm here in the future i'm watching this i'm going i cannot believe the horrible horrible things that this kid did to this other kid and it's just on it's on a kid's show on tv right it's not real but i'm i was i was profoundly affected you were and Mm -hmm. and and i read in your notes too and this is a good point really the only um ammo and the only motivation to bully angelica if your bonnie is you're poor right right Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is that's pretty pretty messed up that's pretty disturbing yeah Yeah. and 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 they really drove the point home that they were poor i mean they showed angelica sitting on her father's knee um in in what looked like mon pa kettle's home (laughs) right right (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. even said like just a normal night at home here i know we can't afford much but our love will get us through, you know, whatever yeah, you, know, yeah. you say in that situation. Well, and but she's yeah. and she's like crying in his lap after Bonnie has just been a complete, you know, a Bonnie to her. She's been a complete oh, Bonnie. She's been a total Bonnie, and um, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, well, and oh, by the way, Frank Welker doing his old man voice was her okay. dad. Yeah, yeah, I thought you, it was Larry Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know who Larry Miller is, but I was thinking Larry Mil- Larry Miller from the uh, Waiting for Guffman. Uh-huh, era uh-huh. he sounded just like him but oh, no it man. was so frank welker doing double duty okay frank welker uh again pulling out uh the uh his his vast uh voice <laughs> acting chops um old me no but he he was like he was like well you know I, I know bonnie is really mean to you but uh you just have to be nice to everyone and be a better person and that's gonna be your reward and it's like Man, it's just Woo. it's tough living for the for these uh for these Joneses. Right? Yeah, that's it is. What, that is her name, right? Angelica, yeah, Angelica Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. and then and then things go from bad to worse because then they start they they like her so little that Bonnie brings in her friends and they make a nickname for her that at first is kind of clever, but by about the eighteen minute mark I'm like, Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's time for some new material. Miss Jinx. Right, right, right. Miss Angelica Jinx. Yes, yeah, they, because they, everywhere she goes is bad luck. Right, right. And they they give her this name. I mean, there there's a scene where, and and this was another thing that I I don't get. And I if, do if we we talked about having uh, uh getting a, a female voice, a female perspective on this. You often watch this show with your uh, beautiful wife Jeanette, and True. um. She obviously had has been a girl. Neither one of us has been a has been a young girl. Also true. Yes, astute observation, Jason. Yes. Um, but so I don't understand as as someone who grew up, how is it that she just can't get away from this girl? And like, how 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 can how can Angelica just not 
extricate herself out of Bonnie's orbit. You know, it's it's yeah. just it's really rough. Like, and it and it seems I just need to know: is that how it is? Is that yeah? Is that how things are? Well, let's let's find out. Hey, Jeanette. Well, I didn't see the whole episode, but I mm-hmm. saw bits and pieces yeah. of it, and I did catch some of those moments where she was being bullied or picked on by. Bonnie and some of the other girls and you know Brian kind of asked me too did does that happen does that do girls really get picked on by other girls a lot and I said yeah they do and especially in elementary or junior high junior high can be a tough um, time and girls bullying other girls does happen and it's almost worse than boys yeah because girls are not so physical um, mm-hmm. but they're mentally abusive and psychologically that you know can really damage you and hurt you for sure so girls are very manipulative and and hurtful in that way so i didn't see it being so far-fetched yeah when she was picking on her and she got the other girls to join in on her you know as she got to high school and she this lead character kept picking on angelica Mm -hmm. and her you know cohorts were kind of saying oh you know we're getting too old for this just let it go Mm -hmm. that you know that does happen like i didn't see as much bullying personally in high school as i did in elementary school or junior high school so it does seem to kind of fade out a bit more for girls i think Mm -hmm. as they get older yeah but it is definitely something you see and i I told Brian, I said, oh, that's maybe there's certain things that are exaggerated sure. for the sake of it being a cartoon show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yes, that that wasn't that far fetched or that, you know, suspended in, you know, disbelief, yeah, yeah, disbelief yeah. that right. mm-hmm. Angelica would be that, you know. Right, uh, right. Bullied. And right. that was kind of my suspicion. Um, but I, it's it's I, I mean, I guess it's kind of tragic that to have it confirmed in a way too but yeah they i mean they you know that obviously 40 years ago here they did get a the the there's a, a a female uh writing credit on this episode which we don't see very often i think there there's maybe a handful of female writers that we see on this show and i have to imagine that this is one of the areas where they were really able to uh, where, where she was able to kind of uh, uh put her weight behind uh, the way that they experience that they mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that they did that uh, uh, that story. Yeah. 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 Jeanette and I were talking and, and we just said boys and girls both bullied. And, and the main thing was anytime anything was a little bit out of the ordinary or different. So like mm-hmm. not to get deep into it, but Jeanette was saying how she moved to Appleton from Texas and Texas is a little bit more fashion forward than Appleton, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. What? So she was, yeah, right. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Mm-hmm. So she was wearing what was more in fashion in Texas, which is like two years ahead of Appleton. So she looked good, but she looked different. Uh-huh. So she got picked on. Sure. So, sure. yep. Mm-hmm. So, and that was, and that was kind of what we saw here too. And that goes to that emotional, whereas like, I don't know, Jason, your experience in school, I was certainly bullied quite a bit, but mine was more of like, you're short. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're not as athletic or, uh-huh. you're, you know, you're a little bit more like into nerdy things and not sports. Whereas with mm-hmm. girls, it's like you look different and now we're just going to weigh you down emotionally. For right. The next right. Four years of your life. Yeah. We're going to we're going to remind you how different you are every right. opportunity we have and make you feel bad about it as much as possible. Right. Right. Oy. Yeah. Yeah. Just brutal. Yeah, so just brutal. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeanette, I don't know if you remember, but we were just talking about the, the main things about Angelica that got her bullied was that she was a bad luck charm, quote unquote, mm-hmm. she was called Miss Jinx and she was poor, which is like really, really cruel. 
So like to pick mm-hmm. on someone for that, you know, go ahead, Jeanette. Yeah. From what I remember seeing in that episode that it was because of her powers that kept messing things up for them. Mm-hmm, she right. melted the snowmen. Yeah. That that's I remember right. she, she was causing these things to happen because of her own powers and nobody knew that, obviously, but mm-hmm. her. Right. And even she probably didn't even realize it at first, too. Right. Yeah. So they just associated her with being bad luck. Right. And, and it was freak. and it was her powers that kind of, you know, saved her in the end by right. by getting getting the bullies back and right. right. Um and you know, making her realize that, you know, what's different about her is what makes her special. Mm-hmm. So maybe this female writer of this show was using some of her own personal experience to put into some of that storytelling. And it was cool to see like Mm -hmm. kind of a strong female character for, you know, young girls to see on a for sure animated superhero show. Cause they're probably probably watching. There weren't a lot of female superhero characters for girls to look up to. Right. You know, and it was kind of a boy's world with superheroes. So I thought that was kind of, kind of cool and yeah go yeah. women girl power yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right no it, yeah it, it was it, it was uh the, that whole aspect of the of the uh, episode i thought was really well done so yeah yeah i like it i like it i'm just glad two two people that were bullied in high school married each other and not one of us was a bully because that would make for a really awkward marriage oh, yeah Jason. yeah it really would it really would <laughs> My experience was that I hated kids like you in school. That was my. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jeanette. Oh, thanks, Jeanette. See you later. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you later, hon. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, there you go. It, it, I guess it, it yeah, happens to everybody, it, Jason. It, it tracks. It's true. It's. Uh, I, but, man, I'm telling you, like, I just, I felt so bad for Angelica through this whole thing. And the other, the other thing that I put in my notes I, that, that I noticed was a little, uh, that r- ended up ringing a little strange, given all this stuff that we're, we're talking about with how severely she was bullied. And yeah. um, it was that, boy, her narration of the story in present day, quite chipper quite chipper (laughs) just like good times she's like she's like well then you know then there was the junior prom and i made it i made the sprinklers turn on and there was bonnie again you know it's like yep yep she just kept showing up that rascal yeah and uh yeah yeah, and, and at this point um i think i made it around the 15 minute mark but honestly we were kind of alluding it to when we were talking to Jeanette there, but at this point, it's like, if you're Angelica, you're like, forget responsibility, forget the consequences. I'm going to mess this Bonnie up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and she knows that she can, I would think like, I honestly thought it was going to be just like Carrie where like, that was where she snapped <laughs> right, was at right. the dance, you know, there'd be uh-huh. pig blood and you know, the whole thing. <laughs> it didn't go that dark, but I was like, right. Eventually right. here you, you hit your tipping point. <laughs> For sure, you know? for sure, yeah. No, and they, they, uh, Bonnie and her boyfriend uh, come up with this scheme. They're gonna frame uh, Angelica for stealing this uh, trophy. The trophy. Yep. Yep. It's like a, it's like a, a, a real solid gold trophy. And I don't know what they're doing with that in a high school anyway. But mm-hmm. um, in any case, uh, this is where she uh, creates her uh, Firestar costume and character yes. and, mm-hmm. and uses this alter ego, um, uh, to, 
expose them and and uh, kind of threaten them, and you know that all works. We we skipped over the part where oh man, and again she's just like ah, you know this is just part of my story. <laughs> where you know yeah. shortly after she learns that she can fly, she's going to meet her dad at the construction site where he works. Oh yeah, he's falling. He he's, he's, <laughs> he's going to fall off of like a forty story you know uh a uh, girder scaffolding right and uh and she has to she has to fly up and save him and right oh man and it, she's still chipper telling that part of the story too like it's was, just another chapter in my life just i i'll tell you what <laughs> what a what a great therapist she had because she must have right or she's, she's really good at denying have a great feelings. great therapist um <laughs> yeah she's yeah she's, you know what this is probably only like 10 years removed you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's probably in her early twenties, and this was, sure, you know, sure. as a teenager. So yeah, yeah. she's mm-hmm. she's processed it very well. And, and you know what? Props to the writer too, because it, if this had been written by a man, I don't know for sure. I think there would have been a lot of scenes with Angelica just crying and wailing in the corner and saying, "Why doesn't anybody love me?" And just sure. like not being able to handle mm-hmm. the sort mm-hmm. of. Uh, treatment that she was getting yeah or yeah. a boy would have come in and had to have saved her right and which the x-men kind of did but it wasn't like a knight in shining armor kind of thing right you know right and and even that scene where they uh, where the x-men show up she kind of um uh she's she kind of has her way with them a little bit like she she quickly subdues Iceman, and she would have gotten away from uh angel as well um, mm-hmm. but you know, they're, they talk her down pretty quickly, uh, right. and, and let her know what they're, what they're there for and what they're about. So we're one of the good guys. I think mm-hmm. some of one of them says, right? yeah, yeah, right. Um, but we, we're talking about X-Men. We have to talk about all of the voices. I sure, mean, sure. Wolverine, Jeanette and I were convinced was the, uh, the French part of Australia right. <laughs> was that accent. Right. <laughs> and, um, that isn't how Charles, I mean, maybe we're, uh, so my introduction to X-Men was the first Patrick Stewart movie. I didn't even watch those cartoons in the 90s or read okay. any of the mm-hmm. comics. Mm-hmm. So my my lens here might be a little bit off, but yeah. I, I picture Charles Xavier being British. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's written that way into the comics, but I, uh-huh. I hear Patrick Stewart. He was not British in this. I, I thought he was, isn't he? It was a very light British. Okay. I mean, it wasn't like okay. Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins British, but it was sure, like, sure. Like a few words sounded British where like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, I pictured the Patrick Stewart, like the, the dignified D. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and he just kind of mm-hmm. sounded like a, a, a British weenie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have a huge tr- problem with, with professor X's voice. I did notice that I think it was, I think the same guy does Professor X and Cyclops in this. Cyclops was really strange. Which is really, which, I mean, it's weird to have the one actor do both those voices. And right. then, yeah, it's it's like he, it, it's like he would, he had done one thing for, uh, for Charles and then he just tried to make the same thing sound husky as Cyclops and it was right. really, it, yeah, it, it sounded really weird. It didn't, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, and. Yeah, that was weird. And again, Wolverine just sounded very strange. I don't, I don't know if it was too high pitched or what it was. And he was, and he was too polite. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, "Oh, mate, I'm Wolverine. You want some fruit?" <laughs> like, eat Wolverine doesn't eat fruit or offer it to other people. <laughs> yeah, come on. Hello, don't forget your vegetables, mate. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was it strange, was and then and then the Australian accent, like Jeanette pointed out, turned into a French accent. By the end, she was like, "Oh, oh, oh I'm Wolverine." <laughs> just was a strange strange thing and again it it doesn't have to be hugh jackman but even thinking back on the few moments i've seen of the 90s Uh uh x-men he's always like kind of brooding yeah and and, and kind of rough and tumble right like just kind of just kind of well eh," right and so here's here's another point you can kind of you can you can, I think, reasonably nitpick about with this episode because i'm going to jump ahead here a little bit but they they did a good job to with uh, Juggernaut in this, where his his part of the story really tracks pretty closely with his actual first appearance in X Men. Oh, it's okay. very it's very similar. That's good. Um, I didn't know that. Like All right, right <laughs> like right down to the fight at the end. It's very really? it's very similar. Oh, okay. Um, now that being said, that means someone in that writing room had picked up an X-Men comic, you know? <laughs> you would think so. This is before it, the internet where it, you could just look for a summary. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it, it happened. Like, someone someone read a comic. So, it's not a lot of heavy lifting to go and say, hmm, Wolverine is Canadian. <laughs> like... <laughs> right, just, right. Just, you know, just get any regular person to voice right. this guy like someone what? from the upper midwest will do just fine it, it'll right. work it'll work right it's so it, right yeah just weird choices weird choices man. right yes yeah, and i just assume he was from australia because hugh jackman is and because of this uh accent oh so, okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah again yeah if they're gonna be maybe when they were casting hugh jackman they had watched this episode and they were like, <laughs> like I, guess I guess we guess needed an australian, australian guy <laughs> Who who has a passion for sharing fruit? Right. <laughs> How do you feel about giving someone an apple, Hugh? Oh, I love it, Mike. Uh, you got the part. <laughs> oh, you got the part. <laughs> we we don't need to see anymore. We'll, let's we start shooting on Monday, Hugh. Uh, yeah, and uh-huh. and also I thought it was strange that it was an X Men reunion with five X Men. <laughs> right. A very right. small yeah. turnout. A at this little. Reunion. Not a lot of not a lot of X Men there. Yeah, and two and. Aren't two of them Iceman and Firestar? Yeah, that's including Iceman and Firestar. So we well, there, there was who, there was Cyclops, Angel, Angel Storm, Storm. Mm-hmm. and Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, and, and if you want to count Xavier, so yeah. seven. Okay, if you yeah. count him, but still, right. there's more than there's more than seven X Men in 1983. Oh my God. Correct, so many. Yeah, okay, yeah, I absolutely, think so. absolutely, yeah. and. You know that that makes me wonder too, though, if they because they did they did do a nice job in that last Juggernaut fight. Everybody, like all of the X Men, got like a moment to like use their powers and go up against the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Storm did it. Wolverine did it. Um, Cyclops helped Iceman uh, kind of create a barrier. Firestar, um, yeah, everybody, everybody, and and even. Uh, uh, even Charles, you know, uh, mind blasts him after they get the helmet off. So everybody yeah, gets to true. do something. You right. know, I don't know if it's maybe, you know, you add too many characters. Things just start to get crowded in the frame. Right. Um, you you know, they're drawing the same character twice like they did a couple of weeks ago with <laughs> <Right>. the X-Men. <laughs> something like that, you know. And yeah. But also, I wonder if this uh, didn't kind of help serve as a a proving ground for the for the later x-men episode that comes up in season three because there are a lot of the there are more and it's like the current roster of x-men for from the early 80s that are in that uh in that episode later on so 
Okay. Um, that's that. That'll that'll be fun. That'll be fun now, to watch. Was Storm new to the X Men in the eighties because they mm-hmm. introduced her in this episode? Was she a pretty? She new was. She character? was pretty new. Yeah. Okay. She was pretty new at that time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. See, I just I think of the X Men and I think of the cast of the nineties series and the and the two yeah, thousands yeah. movies, and I just mm-hmm. assume that's like the core group. But right, it's a pretty right. wide universe. Well, yeah, and and you know the X Men have been kind of uh, reshuffled and rebooted. Uh, and ended and restarted so many times with so many different. I mean, like there's a there's a good reason that that the uh, that Marvel sold off just the X Men and and the mutant properties to Fox years and years ago, and sure. they were like, just take that because like the X Men universe is kind of a universe unto itself. You know, right. there, there's just and there's so many characters and right, right. Um, yep. And yeah. we are getting another uh, reboot movie, Jason. In, oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's been a few years. So mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but no. I loved all the X Men stuff. I liked to. I, I liked the team up. I did. Yep. I I really liked the team. I even liked the like. Just we got it. You know, you mentioned uh, Sentinels uh, before. We get that brief sort of uh, Firestar is telling the story about how. Yep. So then I joined the X Men and I I fought Magneto. She says, and she I was says like, Magneto. She says yep. Magneto. Um, yep, because I, it's only been in print up until this point, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, nope, you did not fight Magneto. No, you, no, you didn't. Um, did you maybe see Magneto? Is that what you meant could, to say? Could that be what you were doing? Um, uh, and then, and then there, and then they also have a fight with a, a you know, I mean, it's just a couple of seconds, but with a Sentinel, and I just thought that that was cool to uh, yeah. see on screen, and yeah, yeah. So uh, that was that was all fun stuff. You know, overall, this is uh, this is a good episode. What can what what else did you particularly like or not like? Uh, well, the voices were a little bit tough for me. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 stuff with the bullying. You know, we we talked about. I liked that it really served as a good origin. Uh, we mm-hmm. did get an, another awkward epilogue, so maybe this is a trend that is going to keep happening mm-hmm. with the show. Mm-hmm. Some weird lingering camera shots, not like Aunt May last week. Yeah, but yeah. Did, there was still like a, a very long like pause where they everyone kind of froze, mm-hmm. and then they showed each person individually for a frame or two longer than they really needed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yes, yes. Uh, I I was about to ask you to remind me what that was, but now that you say that, yes, I totally yeah. agree. And mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they did a freeze frame. It looks like the animators made like told the actors to freeze. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And don't move. Uh-huh. And tableau. And hold. And hold. <laughs> so then, as soon as the credits roll, they go, okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it was weird. I don't know mm-hmm. if this is a new trend that they're going to start, and we'll continue on into season three. Yeah. But that was a little bit strange for me. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was a fine episode. Um, I would say it was the. And it's nothing to do with gender, but it was mm-hmm. my least favorite of the three origin stories, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know I'm kind of springing this on you. But if you had to rank these, Jason, where would this fall for you? This would be number two. I would like the Spidey okay. the best. Uh, I, I, Iceman, the Iceman. Yeah, um, you got the video man. Was my least favorite. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I will say that I thought that I, I thought that of the like, if you could just part out the origin story, the just snip that out uh-huh. of the middle of all three of these. I thought hers was the weakest one. Like um, Iceman's had more, had a little bit more nuance and development after he had his powers. Right. And, and what stuff, to do with them. Um, right. Then hers, I mean, 
and and like I was saying uh, when we were talking with Jeanette, like the all of the bullying in Angelica's past bothered me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, not bothered me like I thought it was bad. I, I didn't enjoy watching it. It bothered me like emotionally. Yeah. Um, like you were triggered. That's yeah. What say. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's that's what they're saying now. Um, <laughs> but need a I just uh, warning on this episode. I think. <laughs> but I just uh, I don't know. I um. I thought that hers was the maybe the just the least compelling of the three origin stories. So yeah, All but right. I but yeah. overall I still like this one a lot. I I really like uh, including the current day X Men uh, and and getting them involved here. And the uh, team up was and, cool. And they gave they gave I thought uh, Spider Man plenty to do with that yeah. with that first Juggernaut scene, and then he is in he he's the one who pulls off Juggernaut's helmet, is he not? Yes, mm-hmm. eventually, with mm-hmm. the help of the X Men and the right. Amazing Friends. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Um. Overall, I give this one a three and a half out okay. of five spiders. I I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit more than me. I gave it three just because the uh, kind of a missed opportunity. But I mean, it's three episodes or three stars. Of spiders is still good. Mm-hmm. It just you know. I think it could have been a little bit better, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we came off that Spider-Man episode last week, which you know I loved, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I might have had higher expectations. Sure, but, sure, I can dig. Yeah, but now we now we have like in the broadcast run about a eleven month right hiatus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the next episode airs October of eighty three, and that's the first episode of season three. Pretty wild, pretty wild. Yeah, uh, and uh, more uh, more fun to come with. Uh, some old spider villains we're we've we've moved on past the origins now we're we're and we're into the home stretch the last eight episodes so uh, here we go get the final going. third the final mm-hmm. third all right well, all right buddy we'll talk about it. Uh, uh, next week sounds good thanks for listening to spider-man and his amazing fans please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or your favorite app follow us on twitter at bko radio and like the show on facebook Reach us by email, spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.